Hi, I'm Jen Gallegos. And I'm Andrew Gallegos. Earlier this year, we left a big, beautiful house after a series of life events occurred that made us question how we want to live the one life that we were given. So we headed home, back to our old house, to figure out how to live in line with our core values and accomplish big goals. Through this podcast, we'll talk about some big choices we've made, the lessons we've learned, and document our pursuit of being the best version of ourselves. Our message will be positive, motivational, and obviously funny, and we hope to help inspire and impact people with the necessary strategies and tools to allow them to reach their own goals and potential in this Headed Home podcast. We're rolling. Episode nine. What's up, people? Hello. All right. That's it. (laughs) Peace out. This is uh, the Headed Home Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jen. And we're your hosts. We're going to be talking about time management today. Do you want to know something funny about this topic? Yep. Tell me. Is it funny that we're talking about time management and I haven't had time to brush my hair today? Really? I can't tell. Babe. It looks great. I look disheveled at best. Well, we better make it quick. <laughs> Why are we talking about time management today? Well, uh, so if all of you have been having the year that we've had, we have a freaking crap load of stuff going on. And time management has been something that's been at the forefront of our minds, I would say all year, just because we have really had to be really thoughtful about how we're going to fit all of this crap in that we have to fit in or that we want to fit in. Yeah. When I think about time management, I think about achieving like higher levels of success, you know, like, and what I mean is I've learned that through like accomplishing goals and pushing yourself in any area in life, health, business, relationships, whatever. Obviously there's a lot of factors at play, but the initial steps involve taking action, building a plan, working really hard for um, an extended amount of time until you start seeing some results. And really anybody can achieve some level of success just on those initial steps. When I think about time management, you know, I think about taking it further and building on those results. And you, in order to do that, you have to start working smarter. It's more than just brute force. You have to be strategic. You have to learn to utilize your time in a more effective way. And when you do that the right way, you start to see those big gains. You start to see that competitive advantage. You start to gain momentum and that feels really good. I will never forget. And I don't remember where I read this or heard it, but that idea that everyone has the same 24 hours and how we how we use it i mean that really is up to us um but when you think about the different ways that you can really break down an hour and how you're going to thoughtfully like use that time that you have um can really impact your life particularly in the long game you know so you can you can work from a a state of you know just being reactive within your within your time or being really intentional about how you're using it and i think that the importance about time management which sounds terribly boring i think you know when you first get into it but when i think once you really start to work hard at it it's actually fascinating when you really sit down and think about how you use your time but 
it time management is really focused on that long game. So, you know, when I'm when I'm breaking down my time and stuff, it's always how am I going to in the long run achieve the things that I want to achieve or spend the time that I want to spend on specific things all the while recognizing that the one thing that I can never get more of is time. Like I can never, you know, I could find a way to make more money or I could, um, you know, by selling your clothes or, um, wait, my clothes, you have more clothes than I do. (laughs) I just keep my clothes. Like I have clothes from 20 years ago. I I know. And they're like see-through. Yeah. I like them like that. So does everybody else. Um, no, I like, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like you, you did mention being intentional about time. I think that's important. You know, when you say everyone has the same 24 hours, mm -hmm. like, have you ever went through a phase in your life where you just were completely unintentional about it? And then it was like, damn, six years just went by. Yeah. You know? And like, that's not a good feeling because then you look back and you're like, "Ah, I wish I would have done this or that. And it's just really just a matter of like, yeah, just being intentional and in and weaving your day so that you're so that in six years from now you're you're where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that the long game. And another reason to consider and think about time management is at least from my standpoint is you have more time for fun. You know, like when you're more thoughtful about what you actually want to do um, and plan out and like what matters to you. I think you have more time to have fun as opposed to spending time on things that really don't matter to you, but you don't ever think about it. Yeah. And I think fun, the way that I'm understanding that is like, you have more time for things that like really mean something to you. Like that, like, like Im- you have more time things. to hang out with me. Y- yeah. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> just try and build my calendar around that every, every week. All right. Wait, we didn't do the, uh, the pop question. Oh, tell me do you have one no it's a surprise to both of us okay so okay I have it okay I have one what is the most important lesson that you've learned about uh yourself in the last two months in the last two months the most important thing I've learned about myself I think it's just that I'm capable of doing a lot more than I think I'm capable of doing that was mine. Babe, I, seriously? It, yes, it well, was. Well, that wasn't my question. So All right, maybe well, that was a lesson that you've learned. It is a lesson that but I've learned. But don't you think we put something in our heads like, all right, I'm at capacity. If this I happens. Can't take, yeah. Like yeah. I can't take on any more responsibility and then more responsibility just comes your way. And we've mm-hmm. had a little bit of that over the past couple of months where it's just. A little? Yeah, we've had a few things and then, yeah. you know, business-wise, family-wise, I mean, we've we've had a lot going on, but yeah, I guess I've just learned that you know, you, you kind of put that that governor on your own brain like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm at capacity. I can't do anything more." And then something else comes and you figure it out, and then you're like, "I can take on more." Mhm. And that kind of fits in with time management, right? Like if you I mean, we've talked about it, but even with, you know, your work, like if you, if I would have told you eight years ago that you'd be doing the amount of work that you're doing on a daily basis, you would have, you couldn't have imagined what that would look like. Like right. you would think it was no. impossible. Yeah. Or if I would have had to tell myself five years ago that I would be, you know, 
working a full-time job and managing two kids with school and, you know, helping family or what, like I would have laughed at you and said, there's no way in hell that would actually work. But then here we are figuring it out. I mean, obviously my hair's not brushed, but some things go by the wayside. (laughs) I did brush my teeth though. All right. Um, (laughs) What's my question for you? Let's see. This is your is question? <laughs> is your question? When are you going to brush your hair? Uh, no, that's not my question. I want to think of something better. All right. So, from a time management standpoint, what's a like? What's something that you've implemented in, like, in a routine or in your schedule or just in your life that you feel like has given you the most bang for your buck? Like, what's one thing if you were like, hey? do this from a, you know, how do you get more time out of your day or how do you become more effective? Like, what would you say that one thing is? I think those are two different questions. How do I get more time out of my day or how do I, how do I become more effective? The, how do I become more effective is I'd stick to my morning routine, like to a T. And when I don't, I can tell, like, I'm not as good during the day at work. I, I know that, um, I really need to do that. So I think routines are really important. And then I would say, we were just talking about this at lunch, like having, getting rid of the mental bandwidth. So when you're, you know, in both of our jobs or lives, the less that you actually have to think about things that are not complex opens up your bandwidth to think about the things that are complex. So if you can create systems or checklists or structures around everything that you do, whether it's at work or anything like that, and make it almost this like rote learning, um, then you're going to, you're going to be more efficient for sure. Um, and so, you know, I've felt like that, like I'm very intentional about when I check my email, I'm very intentional about clearing out my inbox every day. I'm very intentional about when I, um, you know, when I'm doing like research or whatever. And so it's, I try to make it as consistent as possible. And that really allows me to use my time better. Yeah. I like the systems and checklists and it's, it's hard though. You're like a checklist. Well, I know because I love, I mean, I do them at work and like everything I do, I have a checklist for, but it is harder at the beginning because Mm -hmm. you're, you have to go through that checklist every single time. But then after you do it a few times, like you, you get better at it. Right. And you're right. Like then you just don't have to think about really actually complicated things. If you have a checklist for it, like you can just breeze through it and you know, you're not going to miss anything. And I also think when you have those systems, um, like a checklist or whatever, or, you know, I mean, it could be you know, how you clear your inbox out and where you put your tasks that need to be done, whatever that is. But when you create those systems, I mean, it could even be how you do your laundry. Like what days do you do your laundry and where do you like all of that stuff? It, I think reduces that stress and anxiety um, because you have that trust in your systems and that you've built to carry you to the success that you need to have. Yeah, I agree. So what would you say to someone though, who said like, that sounds really uh, rigid, you know, like you're, you're never, ever spontaneous. Like what, because that honestly, like that's when I started getting into, that's a myth of time management, right? right? Like you're never spontaneous. 
but when I got into it, it was like, and I started really focusing on time management when I got in the mortgage business 10 years ago, just because I had to, like, Mm -hmm. it was that you get busy, you work really hard, you get busy. And then you realize like, okay, I want to be able to do more Mm -hmm. and be better at what I do. So you have to get better at time management. And it was hard for me because for 28 years, I never followed a calendar. I just kind of did what I wanted to do. Oh, I know. And I've I liked known you being spontaneous. But I liked being spontaneous. But I feel like you can still, I mean, there is a level, it, there is a level that you lose in terms of being spontaneous. But at the same time, like we talked about before, I think the level of spontaneous that I had back then was, was really just kind of leaving me in a rut to where I wasn't really accomplishing anything that I wanted to accomplish. For honestly, for me, like when I think about, um, being spontaneous or saying, Hey, let's go do this this weekend or whatever. What I feel like a lot of times when it's kind of, you know, on the fly, it tends to be pretty stressful. Like things have to come together. Like I, you know, have to figure out tickets or whatever. And so for me, if I can plan it up front, actually enjoy it a lot more yeah i mean the nice part about me is that i'll be spontaneous and not plan any tickets or anything like that but i'll figure it out you literally just think things like randomly like happen i think because i plan them that's Mm -hmm. why i have you around (sighs) yeah what's another myth of time management so one for me and one that I see, you know, and that I've told myself before is the stories that you tell yourself. So, you know, someone once long ago told you that you're messy, so you believe it. Or someone once told you long ago that, um, you know, you're fill in the blank. And so you think that that's true. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in that you can, you can be whatever you want to be as long as you're willing to put the work in. And so if you, you know, want to, better understand how to manage your time and and have you know things organized and be more productive you absolutely can learn that you just have to you know be willing to learn that take the first step yeah um, I saw a light just go on behind you it looked like an idea popped in your head but I think Ava's just <laughs> upstairs oh gosh all right so I want to before we can kind of talk about some different ideas that folks can do. I want to talk about some principles about time. So uh, one thing that I'm always really thoughtful about is that everything you accomplish or fail to accomplish depends on your ability to use your time to its best advantage. Hmm. Elaborate. So. (laughs) For the folks out there. We both just said folks. I did that on purpose because oh. I was just waiting. You know that word? I was trying to talk you know that, real professional. <laughs> you know the word that I've been using a lot more in the last few weeks is What's that? wild. That's wild. Oh, my God. You're so edgy. I know. Wild, man. I feel like you have to use wild in just a different like, tone of voice. You say that's wild. I can't even say wild in my normal voice. That's wild. That's, that's wild, man. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, okay. So when I think about goals that I want to accomplish or how I'm using my time, the things that I am either doing in my time or not doing in my time is based on how I use my time. So if I decide that I want to learn a new skill, then that better be something that I have built into my time 
in order to learn the new skill. If I don't have it built into my time, there's a high likelihood that it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's like goals, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you set goals without setting up a plan, it's just, it's it's not going to happen. Well, then it's just a wish or a hope. I don't know. A dream. Yes. You're in a yeah. mood. You're in a mood today. I am. <laughs> I mean, you're always in a mood, but you're in like a particularly special mood today. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. so lucky to have me. <laughs> uh, with that though, and I mentioned this earlier, that time is the scarcest resource that you have in your life. And I don't think like yeah. we sit to think about that, you know, when we're thinking of principles of time, like you are literally never going to get this day back again, ever. Yeah. You can't get this day back. It's so crazy when you think about it like that. Mm-hmm. And 2020 has been a really interesting year. And I think it's really put, it, it definitely has made me think about time differently. I was talking to someone recently and like, usually when the seasons change, Mm-hmm. It goes from babe. You were talking to me. Oh, was that you? <laughs> Who else do you talk to? I talk to a lot of people. Okay. I don't talk to a lot of people face to face, but I talk to okay. Like, well, this multiple con- people you were talking throughout the to day. Me. I and think babe, I've told this story to multiple people, but squirrels it has don't been count, weird though. Babe. <laughs> squirrels don't count. <laughs> it has been weird though because usually it's like, oh, it's fall now, like because we have obviously we've been staying working from home and like yeah not going out and doing our normal you know playing basketball playing golf like doing the normal things i do on any other year and you kind of just fall into a season you know no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) or you spring into a season it just depends on what time of year it is but no this year like you've watched the seasons change i have and it's just been and it goes like in some ways it's it's been longer but in some ways it feels like it's uh yeah, it just goes by really fast. I think I think you just have a different perspective on it. It's because you don't have those distractions that you normally do to break up a week. I've mm-hmm. probably talked about it on this podcast before, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you just said time is a... Sorry, our... everyone. <laughs> so couple of, a couple of skills that I think y'all need to be thinking and thoughtful about when you're thinking about time management and really working on developing is uh, self-reliance, self-discipline, and like foresight. Like you're really forward thinking when you're thinking about time management. And with that, like the definition of self-discipline that I'm talking about, and I I know we've talked about it before, but doing what you should do when you should do it, whether you want to do it or not. Um, and that's a really important principle of time management because you can set, you can set your time out great, but ultimately if it's in your calendar, you have to have integrity in your word to, to move forward and do the thing that you said you were going to do. And that focus on time management using those, using those skills really forces you to be results oriented. Um, you know, if you're looking at every week, like I do, how did I use my time this week? What did I, you know, what did I spend my time on this week? What do I need to adjust going into the next week? You're really focused on results. And did that amount of time really give you the results that you wanted? And I think also with that, 
and this is just something, you know, not even with time management, but just in general, that you grow as a person in direct proportion to the demands that you place on yourself. So, you know, when you were talking earlier about how you learned that you actually are capable of handling more than you thought, um, you're going to learn a lot more if there are more demands that you place on yourself in relation to how you use your time. And so just kind of keep that in mind that really once you're, you're building out your time, you're, you're going to grow a lot more down this road as you continue to increase, increase those demands that you place on yourself. So what do you focus your time on? I'd say really making sure that you're producing the right things you know, people say that they're, they're so busy or they're busy all the time. And a lot of times I wonder, and I know it's been the case with me that when I'm feeling like that, and I think I don't have any more time, um, it's, I'm potentially spending a lot of time on the wrong things. Yeah. In my business, I've done a practice before where I've, like pinpointed my three vital things. Like what are the three things that I need to be doing every single day in order for my business to operate at the level that I want it, want it to operate at. And, um, you know, very rarely, well, I mean, the answer is never, I need to be spending all day emailing, you know, when I could, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like you can react all day, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, spending your time on the things that matter is important, but identifying the things that matter obviously needs to happen first. Mm-hmm. And also when you're focusing on so many things, you aren't really focusing on anything. So I think it's important to pick those top few things that are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck and really making sure that those are the things that you fit into your time first. And then you can work the other things as they seem you know, fit. I think from a personal standpoint and our personal life, one of the things that I always make sure to fit in is moving my body, you know, and health, because that's a a high priority and a value for me. And so I know that above anything that that actually needs to get fit in. I think that's where the importance of having some sort of a tracking system helps. And we did an entire podcast episode on on that like on the, habits on habits and then talking about the weekly rhythm register that we use through the living your best year ever book um but I, I, and the reason why i mentioned that is just i mean priorities change you know mm-hmm. like yeah I, I think something like exercise and moving your body and and um growing that way is, is always going to be important but sometimes like different priorities pop up depending on on what's going on in your life and if you're not paying attention to, to that, you know, you might find yourself, um, you know, doing things that aren't in line with, with, uh, with your values. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're setting your goals, starting with the end in mind and really figuring out what you want to accomplish and work backwards from that, you know, so at the end of the year, if you want to set some goal, what does that look like in, you know, six months and three months on a weekly basis on a daily basis. And you really have to go from macro to micro to really figure out how you're going to accomplish that. Um, with that focusing when you're focusing your time, I also think it's important, uh, when we're talking about how 
you know, people say they're busy is when you're talking about work and people are like, oh, I worked 30 hours today. <laughs> Just kidding. But you know what I yeah. mean, right? Like when someone's like, oh, I worked 12 hours. It's like, well, one, are you working on the wrong things like we were talking about? But two, like, are you actually working? Do you know what I mean? I can't tell you how many times like I've you know, had a job where half the time someone just spends, you know, hours of like gossiping and they're not really like utilizing the time at work and then they're stressed because they have so much to do. And it's like, well, if you just actually, you know, block it blocked out and yeah, it's not as fun. It's, you know, it sucks. But also like if you are really intentional and thoughtful about your time, like you can get a ton of stuff done. Yeah, I think it comes back to making sure that you're identifying the areas of, you know, like your job that is going to give you the most impact and then mm -hmm. trying to structure your day around that. That old Jim Rohn question, are you majoring in minor things? You know, are you spending all of your time on things that don't really matter? Um, and it's easy to do. I mean, I get oh, caught up in it too. Like it's totally. just, for me, it's it's emails. Well, but but it's... And I can't, I can't remember where I heard this, but it's like, you have like an urgency addiction almost to the point where like, when you send an email or you like, you check it off your list, like it feels good to be done. Yeah. And so like, you're well, happy. When they do eventually it. need to be done. You totally. know, that's the thing. They're, they're the urgent and, or, or they're the, um, it's not urgent. Right. Right. But it is important. Well, it's urgent to someone, just not right. necessarily to you. But I think there's a feeling that we get when we respond to an email, like there's a different feeling that you get than working on this long ass project that you don't get some sort of like yeah. feeling of success from right away. Yeah, you're feeling productive, but mm -hmm. are you being productive? Right, are you being productive? And also in, you know, in time management, when you're really focusing on, when you're really focusing on what things you need to be spending your time on, I think it's important to note that like you should focus on getting insanely good at some key skills. So, um, you know, are you spending your time on your strengths, right? Like I, I mean, I have weaknesses and you do shut your face right now. <laughs> Only a couple. Um, don't start listing them. I know you hold can. on. I've got it written down. <laughs> I've got a list of that. I thought you might ask that. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you get, if you focus your time on your key skills that are going to actually make yourself that you're going to make yourself more valuable in your life and your, in your job, I think that's really important you know a lot of times we think oh like we have a weakness and we have and you do have to work on your weaknesses but I also think it's really important to be thoughtful about how are you improving your craft at like your strengths because your strengths are where you like actually go further you right. know yeah totally and and if you if you know there's areas that you need to be better at I mean that's where those systems and those checklists can come into play you know, if you know, it's like, Hey, this is really important for me to be doing every single day. I mean, as lame as it sounds like make a checklist in your phone and just do it. Even, you know, like a morning checklist, like we started at the beginning of the year when the kids were going to school, you know, it was like, all right, do I have the lunch boxes? Do I have the coats? Do I have, mm -hmm. you know, do I have my lunch just so that I'm, yeah, I'm getting, I mean that I'm getting good at being organized without 
um, without having that skill just already set before I start. Mm -hmm. So still a work in progress. Yes. Could you put on that checklist to throw your socks in the laundry basket? Uh, yeah, I can, but I'm figuring that's probably on your checklist. So <laughs> shocker. Good. If you are going to have, <laughs> the, I'm note, just ignoring what you just said. On that note, guys. <laughs> if you have the, if you're going to have the energy to be highly, highly productive, you have to take care of yourself. I mean, that's like time management 101, I feel like. If you don't have, um, you know, you're not setting aside time to have like quiet reflection or meditation or a morning routine where you're mo moving your body or feeding your mind or reading, like practicing gratitude, right? If I, I mean, if you're not doing that stuff, you're not going to set yourself up in a good position to be highly productive. And I think that's underrated, like energy, you know, just like energy is obviously like, I know it's important, but it's not talked about. Like you don't talk to people like, oh, I'm really just working hard so I can have, have more energy. And maybe that is talked about and I just don't hear it. I but don't hear it. From my perspective, like energy, especially with kids, mm -hmm. like just having energy to like match their intensity at the end of, you know, after we work all day. I mean, they just want to play, mm -hmm. you know? And so like that, even that, yeah. Like at what's giving you more time, how are you going to use your 24 hours? How are you going to be more effective? Yeah. That's huge. I that's funny. I was listening to a podcast this morning from the whole food CEO. I forget what his name is, but he wrote a book called conscious leadership. And he was talking about that very thing. And he said, Energy. This, he said, no one ever talks about it as a leader. And we always talk about like working hard and doing all this stuff. But he's like, if you don't, if you're not in a position where like you're treating your body in a way that is going to provide you with the level of energy that you need to lead people or do the thing that you need to do. He's like, you're not, you're setting yourself up for like to fail, you yeah. know? Well, um, and, and even just from like a patient standpoint, I mean, from as a leader, yeah, at work or, I mean, you're a leader in your family if you have kids, mm -hmm. like just that, ha having the energy to just be calm instead of, and not being, you know, just emotionally off the rails when something bad happens. Yeah, it's important. I mean, and those are the things that are hard to do, you know, going back to the self-discipline thing, like do, do what you know, you, like, you know, it's going to be good for you to eat right and exercise. And I fall into it too. I mean, you know, there'll be times where I'll go a, a certain amount of days and not do, you know, that routine. Um, and you can just tell, you know, you're just a little more on edge and you got to have that patience in order to, uh, to handle that stuff. Yep. So let's get into scheduling. All right. So scheduling and time blocking. Number one, schedule your time. If you're not using your calendar to schedule your time, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You got to do it. You, yeah. I think you would say use your calendar to schedule your time. Yeah. Use, I mean, use your calendar. Do you do it the day before or the morning or like in the morning or do you just have everything all recurred out, recurring? Um, out? So I have something. So I have recurring things um, every day and then the day before so like before I'm done with work I'll set my calendar for the day for the next day because yeah. I just feel good knowing what I have to do the next day yeah how do you do it I've always I've tried the day before and I just don't I feel like I'm more 
clear the, the morning of. Hmm. So like I'll obviously I do the same thing. Like I'll have my week built out with the big appointments and then I'll have my recurring time blocks for the things that I want to do every week. And then, but the morning of, I feel like I just have a clear idea of like, okay, this needs this to be done today. To done. Yeah. Cause like the day before I might just be like, all right, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like my, at the end of a day, I don't feel like my prioritizing um, skills are as clear as they could be. So I'm always doing it the day of, and I just build it into my morning routine. So it's really the first thing I do when I get up, even before I work out, Mm-hmm. is just go in and just make sure that my day is completely set out in a way that, you know, if I hit everything on my schedule, I, I, I know it's going to be a good day. And all those, all the tasks that you have to do get time blocked, right? So like everything. if you, every single thing that you have to do that day gets time blocked. And this is, this is a skill that took a long time for me to, I'm still struggle with it. But if you have time blocked out for something, nothing enters that time except for an, a really high priority. Um, and when I'm working in that time block, removing as much distraction from that um, so I can really focus on that that thing at hand is, is really helpful to me. Yeah, I was, when I first got in the mortgage business, my boss said, yeah, just that. Like, you know, set those time blocks up. And when you're in those time blocks, think of yourself as a, as a surgeon. Mm-hmm. And so when a surgeon is in and he's, or she is they're they're doing their work. No one's coming in and being like, Hey, do you have a quick minute to, <laughs> can get, you come check yeah, on like this you guy? don't, you don't have your, your, I guarantee you their ringers aren't on, right? you know? So if you can put yourself and I even like one of my managers, when I first started, he would set his appointments and he would put surgery. And it was hmm. when he was doing a, like a documentation review for a client. And so on his time, like he would have like surgeries to remind him, you know, Hey, like if I'm a, what's the difference between me being a, a loan officer and a surgeon, obviously it's a different line of work, but like, it's still really important stuff. So in that hour, why would you answer your phone? Why right. would you let someone come in so that you could be distracted? If you really take your, your work, you know, that seriously, you should be, like you said, just, just making sure those time blocks are as uninterrupted as possible. I, I've struggled with trying to figure out which of these helps me the most, but that idea of like, okay, so let's say I have a really big project that I have to do. That's going to take me, uh, eight hours. Okay. So there's one idea that like, it's better to just sit down and crank the whole thing out, you know, like touch it once and just get it done. Um, or there's an idea that like you, you almost like break it out into chunks and do a little chunk each day. And I I mean, that's, I've been successful with both and I still try to figure out which feels the best to me. But I remember like when I got, um, you know, when I was, getting my real estate license. I did that every morning for, remember when I did that for Mm -hmm. two years, I would study every morning for like 15 minutes. And that was, that's how I did it. Instead, I could have I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it depends on what you were also working at least one other job. I mean, like, I I think there's, there's gotta be that realistic aspect to it. Like, can you really just block out eight hours today? You know, like, I don't know, probably not. Um, but yeah, I mean, on that, if you were to, or if you had, so like, let's say, in, you know, in my job, like if I have, you know, part of my job is paperwork or part of my job is checking in with people or part, like, does it make more sense to put all of my paperwork on one day if possible, or all of my paperwork on checking in with people on one day? 
yeah. so that your mindset, the the muscles that it takes are not, you're not having to switch and transition every day. Yeah. Cause I think that's hard. Like when, but if you on one day are doing those same skills, like you're going to be in that same mindset as opposed to having to switch each day. I feel like if you can pull that off, mm -hmm. then that would be more effective. Mm -hmm. But there's also, I mean, in certain lines of work, I think there is a level of reactivity that has to happen. Right. That you have to build into, and that could lead you into, needing to spend more time on, you know, something that you weren't planning on, uh, in the first place. But I, that kind of brings me to, when we're talking about this time blocking, a couple things that I've done in the past. One of them is if, if you are in a reactive line of work, like, like we're both in, um, setting expectations when you go into that, mm. into mm. that do not disturb zone, you know, setting expectations by maybe setting an out of office on your email setting a voicemail message saying, Hey, I'm going to be returning calls today between 12 and one and five and six, just so that like people know that you're, Hey, I'm, I'm working on something else and I'll get back to you at, at this time. I think setting expectations is really important mm -hmm. because you still have to be available. Your team still has to know that you're, that you're there for them. But I think people also have to understand that you're focused on making sure that you do a good job in the tasks that you're currently doing. But mm -hmm. I think you, you have to find a way to make sure that you're telling them that. Totally. And I think modeling for other people, what you, you know, if you're on a team, but modeling for people around you, what you want them to be doing with their time too. Right. I mean, that's important if you're leading a team. Yeah. And I've been on teams where like an entire division of our company is on a do not disturb until 11 AM, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I, I love that because mm -hmm. then that expectation is set that if you reach out to that group, they're not going to respond and you understand why the right. reason why is because if they're responding to you, then they're not getting done what they've got scheduled for themselves. Well, cause typically irritation only comes up when expectations aren't met. Right. And so if the expectations aren't set out that are clear, that's when expectations aren't met and people get frustrated. Setting expectations is everything. Huge, and it's so multidimensional. It's everything. It's a lot. Maybe we can talk about that next time. I'd love that. I'll be <laughs> I have looking. some expectations I want to set. I shall be looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, along along <laughs> the line, anyways, moving note. right along, along the lines of, uh, you know, being successful with time. I think there just needs we need just need to mention this about space, right? So, if you're if you're utilizing your time well we have to really be thoughtful about how organized we are in our workspace. 30%, when I read this, I was like, good Lord, 30% of work time can be looking, can be looking for missed items. This is insane to me. And can I just ask what? a question? Are hard copies of anything still around anymore? Babe? Yes. Like how, how I, I mean, I, I throw things away that I shouldn't throw away. So I don't, I'm not sure I'm I've the right never been asked ask. right. to produce a hard copy of anything, <laughs> honestly, over the past decade. I know. And I know people do it like, and maybe that I just don't, maybe it's just me and I don't understand. I, I can't imagine like standing up out of my chair, going to a filing cabinet, opening it up and like looking for hard copies. I just don't get it. Right. I mean, I get, and you, then you got to right. lock it, right? right? Like if it's like important information, I mean, well, isn't that stuff just protected on your computer somewhere? 
I mean, don't you I have mean, folders on your computer that are... I think there's some things you have to print off, but I I think also like again, if very you, few, very few. But if you have to print them out, have an organization system because otherwise, oh, good man. lord, I I or just talk to your company about like some sort of system that you can save stuff electronically in my opinion right. i don't mean that i'm just saying like that seems like to me just from never have never doing it and having everything electronic or have like you if seen... i need to track down an email like i just go into my sent right. folder like, and type in a keyword right or, or have you ever been the type of person to use like sticky notes like have you ever seen i haven't i just because i put them in out there's crazy. there's like a sticky note area in outlook that you can use that see i don't even like that i put them in the in tasks under my calendar that's what i'm talking oh okay no you're taught yeah there's a sticky note thing but no. i put them in my calendar okay remember yeah. i tried to make you use that once and you were like ah, i have my own system I like, uh, is that how i sound <laughs> is this still recording or is this just like an argument that we're having just broadcasted for people to hear oh. i don't remember you trying to do that but yeah i don't uh i don't know Anyways, let's move right along. So when you finally sit down to work and you're thinking about time management, this has been, this is probably one of the most important things that I have implemented into my system um, that's helped me with time management just from like a mental standpoint is eating the frog. Eat that frog. Talk about it. So eating the frog is an analogy for doing something that is really hard first thing in the morning um, like or just I guess just at the beginning of your day it's actually a book by Brian Tracy I believe and I think the initial quotes from like Mark Twain or something but it's like if you eat a frog first thing in the morning like everything else that you do throughout the day uh, will will be easy so I, like from from my perspective yeah trying when i'm building my calendar first thing in the morning i i basically look at what is the hardest task and i put that first and the advantages of putting that first is just obviously you get it out of the way um i'm also just a little more clear in the morning i have more energy so i feel like i'm going to attack it better and get it done faster like then, your strongest self is taking yeah. care of the hardest thing and then it's not just sitting on my mind all day while I try and do other things because yeah, if I put it back there the I know it's there and then you start like you almost like type that name like if you're if it's like someone's name that you're thinking of and you're working on another it file it just doesn't feel good knowing that that's like looming over your head all day yeah just get it out of the way yeah uh if you are if you are trying to break down some large jobs and, and you're sitting down to do the work, I think thinking it out on paper and writing down that breakdown is really important. And I know that goes back into checklists, but you know, really making sure that you have each step written down and then also being fully prepared when you sit down. So if you are sitting down in a time block to work on a project, Make sure you have all the crap that you need before you sit down. So that way you can just focus on it and crank it out. With that said, turn your notifications off. Beware of your phone. By the way, just because your phone's ringing doesn't mean you have to answer it. Uh, and your email. Okay, So if it's ringing all day, doesn't mean you need to pick it up all day. It's important for you to have those times where you're really focused and thoughtful about that, that project that you're working on. 
if you are still struggling with finding some time in your day, I would encourage you, and I can say this because it, it's been something that I've been working on, is a digital diet. So are you spending a lot of time like on social media, not doing anything productive, but just like looking like researching fantasy football players are you on watching videos the rankings i mean it's football season i have to tell everyone this funny thing andrew doesn't watch tiktok videos on tiktok he watches them on youtube youtube is just your one-stop shop it's got everything you need Mm -hmm. but i will find myself doing that sometimes like i'll take a little break and then i'll i'll just get caught up you know, watching, I mean, it's really just like football, basketball highlights. You do? And then just researching <laughs> fantasy football. Oh. I did, I, I will say, I know this is, uh, the, the NFL season just started yesterday, and I drafted the Chiefs running back, and he was a rookie, and he blew up last night. So, I mean, it, it, it wasn't for nothing. That was actually pretty important that I've done all that research. I could have gone my whole life not hearing that story. Thanks for sharing. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. So back to... When I'm happy on Sunday, like you'll, <laughs> you'll reap the benefits. Back to digital stuff and email. Just remember uh, that yes. email is an organization system, an organizational system of other people's agendas. And I think once you start to really be thoughtful of that, it will feel less important or necessary to answer right away. Couple of other things to think about. One, if you have if you have an item or a task that you have to do at work, um, or it could be around your house or whatever, a conversation that you need to have, touching it once, meaning just get it done, get it done and out of the way and off your off your list of to dos, um, can be a really important time management skill. Uh, multitasking for those of you that think multitasking is actually a successful mode of time management it is not and this is coming from a recovering multitasker remembering that wherever you are be there like be doing the thing that you should be doing Um, and you know even kind of thinking about time off and working you know when you're working work and when you're playing play multitasking is a myth it is. I've tried. I try. It's like impossible. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, it just goes back to the, the surgeon mm-hmm. example, you know, like it, you're, you're really not at your best when you're, when you're trying to do more than one thing, you know, if you're trying to do something and get it out of the way, especially if it's a hard project, like just, you know, it takes a lot of focus. So I want to end guess. with the most important one. Cause we've been talking about it a lot is learn to say no. Yeah, and that's a hard one too. I mean, especially from if you're in sales like I am, Mm -hmm. like you build your whole business around saying yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's how you come in. You're like, yeah, I'll I'll find a way to get it done. And if I don't know, I'll figure it out, you know? And there are some positives to it, but like it's kind of what I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast. Like um, when you're trying to take things to a different level, when you're trying to really compound results, when you're trying to get that competitive edge, when you're really trying to win, you have to be able to, you have to be able to say no, because sometimes situations just aren't in line with, you know, with um, an ideal situation for you. 
And hopefully you can get to the point in your career where you can say no if, you know, if a situation isn't a good fit. But uh, I think that's really important. And, you know, it, it may not be like, no, I can't help you, but it may be no, hey, I need to delegate this to somebody else who, you know, has some more time to be able to put into, into your situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, saying no is, uh, it feels, it, it almost feels wrong, but it's, uh, yeah, I think it's really important to learn that skill. I'm still working on it. It's, yeah, it's I, you progress. can't say no to things that I ask, though. Okay, that's what I was working on, though. <laughs> like, just, just like not, I don't count. Nah. That's not. That's not part of this. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Could do a whole podcast on that one. All right. Well, thanks for thanks, guys. With this, oh yeah, that's a lot of information, though. <laughs> there is, but, like, but um, you know, definitely some things that we've felt like have really helped us as we're going through you know, the busiest times in our lives. Um, so as always, if you like it, star it, tell your friends and we'll see you back here next time. See ya. Thank you.